lamps, tell your mom you'll call her back later, and then get in formation. And if you're ready to live your truth, they only have three words for you. Let's go, girls. I'm Molly, but I am not so meek. Welcome to season three of the podcast, you guys. I'm kind of still dying over that intro. I had all intentions of re-recording it in my voice, but honestly, it was just too fucking good in his, so I had to leave it, at least for this first one. It's just, (laughs) it's honestly just everything, and I am so excited for this entire season because I just feel like it's going to be very magical, just like that intro. (laughs) Hey, BBs, welcome to the Molly's Not Meek podcast. I'm Molly, but I am not so meek. Join me every week. That way we can dive in, sex, relationships, dating, literally owning your power, being in your divine femme. All things that we feel are a little taboo to talk about because I literally give zero fucks. So let's do this. I am so excited for this week's guest. You guys are going to love her and I'm. it's really just a teaser because it's a short little episode, but we are definitely going to be doing more and she has so much content that i am going to make sure it's in the show notes um, and push you guys in her direction because she has a podcast she has amazing books and she's just like so amazing at manifesting and really just like speaking to like your inner wisdom i feel like she always brings out so much whenever we have conversations in me and her name is Kelsey Aida, and this was really cool how we met. I share that story in this episode. Um, she does lots of courses that are self-guided. She does self-love retreats. Like, you will fucking love her. And she just has so much to give when it comes to talking about manifesting your ideal partner, and it always goes back to self-love. So that's kind of what we dive into in this episode, and I'm really excited. So you guys will have to let me know what you think, and definitely get a hold of her, follow her, literally just like absorb all of her content because it will just fill your soul up. I love her. <laughs> on here, and I feel like this has been in the works and a long time coming, and finally our schedules and life has aligned and allowed us to be here. So thank you so much. Yeah, I'm so excited for once we actually get to record our podcast interview and not just hang out by the pool. I think you have to tell everyone how we initially met through podcasts. Yeah, (laughs) so I actually, one of my first coaches that I invested in, um, she's in Australia and her name's Tay and I was listening to one of her podcasts a while ago. And I was like, oh my gosh, this girl sounds so cool. And like, what? She's from Columbus? Like, this is insane. And so I literally like looked you up and I like slid into your DMs. And I was like, this is so random. But like, I was listening to this podcast you were on. It was so like resonating with me. But also like, I'm from Columbus too. So we started talking and chatting. And I think I like booked a reading or a session with you or whatever. And um, you're like, yeah, like we can do it. Here's the address. And I was like, what the fuck because I like look at the address and it's like the address that I live at I was like what is happening we were neighbors and we didn't even know and then she heard me on an Australian podcast of all places and yeah the internet is just such a cool place to make friends even sometimes with your next door neighbors and you don't even know (laughs) yeah sadly we're not neighbors anymore it was a good run of being neighbors (laughs) 
Um, but kind of just, like tell me a little bit more about you and like where my readers can like definitely find you and like what you have going on because you have so many cool things. Yeah, so basically my name is Kelsey Aida. I am a self-empowerment teacher, author, coach, and I help people to own their power and win at life via manifesting, via self-love techniques, emotional healing practices. I have a podcast called High Vibe In It, where we teach you how to raise your vibration and live your best life, yada, yada. Um, I co-host that with my friend, Lindsay Robinson, who's a hypnotherapist, so that's a really fun show. And basically my mission is to help people to enjoy their life to the fullest and i've just found manifesting the law of attraction to be a great tool for consciously redesigning and reshaping your life and self-love to be a great healing modality to raise my vibration enough to easily call in everything that i'm wanting and to feel the way that i actually want to feel so that's basically what I teach. I do one-on-one -on -one coaching work. I host self-love retreats internationally. Mm -hmm. I also am a hairstylist. So this is so funny because <laughs> when I met Molly, I was like, there's another hairstylist slash love attraction coach out there. Like we are to win. Yeah. What are the odds? <laughs> I, I feel like we were going through so many of the same things at the same time too. It was just so divine that obviously our yes. paths crossed. Yes. And then once we started chatting and we yeah. both like had just gotten out of these horrible like twin flame dynamics from hell and like all this stuff that was so, so funny. But yeah, anyway, so my story is basically like, I used to suffer from severe depression, like in my late teens, and I was able to basically heal myself like naturally with thought alone and mindset work and therapy and um, a little bit of like herbal support. Mm -hmm. And that kind of started like my self-love manifesting metaphysical spiritual journey trajectory. And once I started realizing what really helps people to feel good and what was helping me to feel good, I was like, well, everybody needs to know this stuff. So I was like, I'm going to be the next Gabby Bernstein. I'm going to write all these books, blah, blah, blah. But of course, like nobody knew who I was at the time. So I was like, I'll start small. We'll yeah. start with a blog, work our way up so that when I do go to publish these books, there will actually be people who want to read them. So <laughs> that's what I did. And now I've written two books. One is called hashtag actually I can the art of from yourself to greatness. It's right there. And then the other one is my new one, which is called affirmations for happiness. And it's just kind of funny that both of my books are about affirmations, but I'm actually working on one about the law of attraction and another one about feelings. So we'll see what comes of those. Yeah, I love that. You're just like such a force and um, such like a calming force. Like your energy is so like contagious and I just love listening to you. I felt so your guys' podcast and um, my boyfriend and I are long distance and I would always have to drive to him and you guys are like what I would listen to like to and from. <laughs> so you I guys love it. really have to check out the podcast. It's so good. Yeah, I love it so much. Um, so going back to like, we both got out of like really toxic situations. Um, but now we're both in very like healthy healing uh, relationships, I would say. Um, so I just kind of want to like dive into that and how we got to where we are. And I would love your take on your side of things, mm -hmm. uh, how you kind of like found yourself navigating from very toxic to like normal and healthy. <laughs> yeah. So I think the difference was the emotional healing that took place in between because that's what really allowed me to call in someone who was 
I don't want to say like more whole, like the other guy wasn't whole or whatever. Right. Obviously he was a whole person, but <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like somebody yeah. more stable, <laughs> yes. more uh, dependable, more loving, more kind. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, like most of our relationships, especially the more intimate ones are in some form of another, a reflection of our relationship with ourselves. Right. So in my, and I'm not saying all toxic people are like, oh, that's the toxic part of you. Like sometimes there's just shitty people out there and it has nothing to do with <laughs> yes. you. But in my scenario, um, I realized that a lot of the things that my ex was doing, like being hypercritical, loving me so much one day, hating me so much the next day, it was really a lot um, of reflecting of how my inner world is towards myself. Like I was super hypercritical of me. Yeah. One day I would think I'm the shit. The next day I'd be like, you suck, you're a piece of crap, whatever. Yeah. And so once I realized that and started working through it and also just like the pain of heartbreak when he left, because even though he was like not that nice, I was still in love with him and obsessed right. with him. And it was really like separation is never fun. Even if you're yeah. separating from like cocaine or whatever yeah. it is, even yeah. if it's terrible, you know? Yeah. So, um, the emotional turmoil that ensued after our breakup was really like another spiritual awakening for me, like my second one after having been depressed like years before. Um, and that was when I learned that I just needed to feel shitty how I felt in order to heal it and clear it and move on. So I just let myself grieve. I let myself scream. I let myself cry. I let myself feel alone and abandoned and all the things. And eventually after some weeks and months of processing all of that, I kind of came to a better space and started making more friends and yada, yada. And just honestly, I contribute or I attribute the healing work to like what helped me become my own soulmate, like loving myself first and, you know, being kind to myself and holding space for my own feelings and caring about how I felt and all of that work was really what allowed me to manifest my partner now, who is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I think that that's the same thing that happened to me. Like the time in between, I was able to just like reflect and like sit with those emotions that I was like, so probably projecting a little bit and not like taking full responsibility of. And I think that it was like so important for you said to like become your own soulmate first. I would like take myself out on dates and like do the things that I wanted someone to do for me because I think it was like an Abraham Hicks book that I read a while ago, but they were basically, you said the whole person thing. So it triggered this in my mind, but like, um, you know, if you are going through things and like, you're obviously not working on that shadow work and like that inner dark parts of ourselves, then we're not like completely whole and like healing our light too. And um, the quote, I'm going to fuck it up because it's not verbatim, but basically <laughs> <laughs> it was like, um, you know, we attract the same vibration that we are. It's like, we attract what we are not what we want. And it was going along the lines with like, if you are like incomplete and like not whole, like you're just going to keep attracting partners that aren't. So it's never like they're going to come and save you. Like you have to save yourself. You have to do the work and be whole to attract someone who is essentially whole. And I thought that that was like really cool. Well, and the crazy thing is for me, I realized in hindsight that the whole reason I manifested that experience was because 
I really needed to love the parts of me that I had disowned and abandoned and deemed like unlovable, like my anxious part and my depressed part, like those parts of me I've always resisted and hated and denied and suppressed. And that relationship was literally the universe trying to be like, hey, if you can love these qualities in this man, why can't you love it about yourself? Like, because you're not able to do this for yourself, we're going to send you this person that is like an externalized version of these like wounded parts of you and like teach you unconditional love, right? Unconditional love, meaning you don't even get to freaking be with this person because they're so messed up. but you love them anyway (laughs) it was really like when I found that out too I was like whoa if I work on loving these parts like this is I'm gonna be a totally different match to a totally different person and it's not to say that my partner now isn't sensitive or he has his like moments or whatever but it's not like dramatic like how it was before it's not extreme and back and forth it's very uh, consistent we're not there yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's easy for me. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Going back to kind of what you were just probably touching on there, you always say like the parts like you already, oh my gosh, I'm going to fuck it up too. (laughs) I'll fix it if you say it wrong. One of my favorite things that you always say, and I'm like, shit, what is it? Um, (laughs) Basically, like you, not like you already have everything that you need, but like, you already like so many parts of yourself are already like lovable. Like you, the light, you know what I'm saying? Yes. So basically <laughs> what I tried, <laughs> like, help me, help I tried to teach <laughs> is that we are made up of many different parts or aspects or personalities, whatever you want to call them. We're all like multiple personality. Like let's be real. <laughs> and um, it's, it's the journey of learning to understand so you can accept and love all your parts. That's so healing and really make you whole. Cause if you think about it, these different parts of you are fragments, right? And when you disown one or push one away, you're creating separation within yourself. And this is what causes like inner tug of wars or inner battles or inner just like turmoil really. So when you can reclaim those parts of yourself and bring them closer and learn to understand why they're there, what they're trying to do for you, what their pure intention is, and they always have good intentions at their core because they're you, so they want you to succeed and be well, um, then there's like nothing not to love about yourself. So like, for example, because this is kind of a weird concept unless I give an example, um my let's say my anxious part the part of me that's always worried always anxious it's always been a part of me sometimes it's more in the forefront than other times in my life but like I'm a worrier I've always been like that (laughs) a sensitive little anxiety control freak so my anxious part uh, when I went to like basically interview her as if she was another person Mm -hmm. and get to know her better she told me, oh, I'm just the part of you that's here to be like the pre-worry. So I worry on your behalf so that you don't have to actually worry in real life. So really I'm protecting you and I'm your best friend and I just want everything to be perfect. So don't worry, I'll worry for you basically. And I was like, oh my God, my anxiety is so cute. She loves me so much. This is great. I had no idea. I always thought she was trying to wreck me and ruin my life and here she is just thinking she's doing the right thing, you know? Yeah. So when you can come to these terms with the different parts of you and get to know them better, 
they all have an innocent like motive like that. So they're always trying to help you get a need met or help you to feel better or help you to avoid perceived threats or whatever it is. And when you can learn that, it's easier to love them and bring them closer and create less separation within yourself and feel more whole. Yeah, I think that that's so huge and so important. And probably what I was doing during the in-between of those two relationships without knowing, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Just like Mm -hmm. a whole like logic. (laughs) I was like, oh yeah, that's what I did. Yeah, (laughs) thanks. People say I'm good at explaining things and that's why I really wanted to become a teacher because that's always been like a gift of mine is putting things into words and making things like more simple and down to earth. Um, So yeah, this actually... I like to call it parts work and a lot of therapists call it parts work where you like get to know these different parts of you and these different aspects and you work with them and stuff. And this is a lot of what I do with my one-on-one coaching clients. And I also like teach it at my self-love retreats. So we like go into groups and like interview each other's parts and stuff and get to know like all their motives and why they're there and what makes them lovable. And it's really fun. That's so cool. I love that so much. Um, there is a post you did on Instagram, maybe yesterday or today even, about your emotional check-ins. Oh, it was today. Tell me about, was it today? It was so good. Yeah, yeah I loved that. <laughs> yeah, so emotional check-ins are another self-love practice where you basically just check in with yourself and ask, hey, how you doing? And it's not to fix anything or to judge anything. It's just to like be constantly in touch with your emotional body. And if you do realize that you are having a moment of fear, anger, sadness, whatever might need tending to, then you can take a pause and tend to that, give it some space to breathe through it. Or, you know, you can just realize that that's what's happening and move on with your day. And also I like to do it like with my partner, with my friends and at my retreats and stuff, just like, hey, emotional check-in time, how's everyone doing? And then everyone's just like really honest about like how they're feeling like, oh, I feel like shit or, oh, I'm kind of worried about this or oh, I'm feeling good, but a little bit tired or, you know, yeah. just like constantly checking in is a, is a great way to build your relationship with yourself and others. Cause I think we don't take the time to do that enough. I mean, we say like, how are you? But yeah. that's like so standardized that that's people don't even answer like yeah. authentically anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so this last year for everyone has just been honestly crazy with COVID and the pandemic and kind of like re-navigating like what life looks like. And I know your life kind of changed drastically with the move and everything, but what do you feel like kind of came from everything that happened like over the last year? Like what changes do you like feel like were so worth it and needed in the last year for you? Um, for me, I think, well, I think for everyone, we just realized the importance of like home and where we live and making sure that we love it and making sure that our homes are really pleasurable and safe and enjoyable and well supplied and all of that. So I did move um, from Ohio to North Carolina to have better weather and be closer to my family and stuff. So that was like a big change. That was so great. And I actually moved with my partner, Jeff, um, because when I met him, I had a very clear vision that I was going to fall in love with somebody in Ohio who didn't want to stay in Ohio like me. And then we moved together because I was like, I don't want to move alone. Because when I moved to Ohio, I moved alone, like very single. And it was hard. I mean, moving across the country from California to Ohio, first of all, major culture shock. Second of all, like, I'm so crazy. I still can't believe that I did that. (laughs) And so I was like, I'm not moving alone again. I'm going to find my person and then we'll do it together. So it'll be easier and better. 
And I did, Look which how was fun. <laughs> I know. And then um, what else this year? I think just like having more time to go slower and be with myself more has been really healing. And I think having the space to be more creative, like I wrote my second book during the first quarantine when all the salons were closed in Ohio and stuff. Um, so that was just like great timing. And I think that I've learned, you know, it's like the little things in life that are so fulfilling and make you happy. And it's all about your relationships and the quality of those relationships. And especially right now, I think it's just really important to find different ways to get your need for connection met if we can't do it in person as much. Yeah, I think you're so right. I love what you said about home. I didn't I had like a bunch of little projects during quarantine that was like making my home feel more home because, you know, uh-huh. it's a freaking apartment. So I was like, yeah, painting this wall, we're doing this, but you're so right. I feel like even the girls at my salon, we all kind of like took time to like make our homes like way more homey, even in the salon. I feel like we've done that since we opened. It's just like making those like things more foundational, I think are so important. And the connection too is so huge. How have you like done a lot with like connecting with others? Well, for me, I'm not super COVID conscious because I'm not personally at risk and I don't live with anyone who's at risk. So um, I've kind of just been living my life pretty normally, but wearing a mask everywhere, washing my hands, taking supplements, my special herbal remedies and whatever to keep my immunity high. And um, I even like still hosted a retreat. I think so many people were judging me and saying like, you're so crazy to go on an international retreat during a pandemic. And I'm just like, life goes on people. We're going to the beach. It's open air. We're eating fresh food every day. We're doing healing work. Like it's really hard to get sick when you fly. I flew a bunch of times last year. Um, So honestly, I've just kind of been like, life goes on. obviously like courteous of other people but still just do my own thing and um since moving here I've just been like finding people that I like and asking them to connect more and like building those relationships yeah that's so good um so going to wrap it up shortly but give me like your top two like favorite like manifesting tips Mm. okay so Whenever I want to manifest something, the first thing I do is go directly to my journal mm-hmm. and I write down what I think I want to manifest. And then I ask myself why I actually want to manifest that thing. So maybe I want to manifest a gorgeous home and then I realize, okay, I want that because it would make me feel safe. Mm-hmm. It would make me feel bougie. It yeah. would make <laughs> me feel like I'm surrounded by beauty. It would make me feel luxurious, you know? And then I ask myself, okay, what's stopping me from feeling those ways right now? Mm -hmm. And, or how can I start embodying those right now? And then that's where the healing work and working through the resistance (laughs) comes in (laughs) and figuring out why do I not already feel how I want to feel? Who do I need to become Mm -hmm. in order to feel that way? And inevitably the home will come. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. I love that. So where can people kind of look for you on the internet and find you? I'll put everything like in the show notes and stuff too. Yeah, I'll send you all the links, but basically you guys can find me at KelseyAida.com. That's K-E-L-S-E-Y-A-I-D-A.com. 
Um, you can find my books on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, wherever books are sold. Um, you can just search Kelsey Aida Raldi's and you'll find both the books. Uh, my show, High Vibe in It, like we That's talked about, awesome. on all the podcasting <laughs> platforms. Okay. And if you guys are looking for a coach that will help you to love yourself more radically and move into new directions and manifest what you want with ease, um, you can go to kelseyaida.com slash coaching. And if you're like, I want to go to Mexico on this self love yeah, I'm like, I need to go to six days <laughs> in paradise, hang yeah. out with Kelsey, learn all her tricks. Um, then you can go to kelseyaida.com slash retreat. Perfect. Oh, thank you so much. This has been such a long time coming and I really appreciate you doing this. Yeah. Anytime, girl. I love doing these collaborations. So you let me know. Okay. Deal. <laughs> Yay. Thank you.